Welcome to the Cracked End Comedy Club! On tonight's show, we have Jordan Robinson, Rory O'Hanlon, Julie J, Brian Gallagher, Fred Forenzi, and Eric Lawler. Plus, Eddie and Damo talk about condoms, Compromat, and Crackden's new offshore secret trust fund app. Welcome back to the Crackdown. Hey, or welcome for the first time. I like that you're like, welcome back. They've been here before, surely. Welcome back, thousands of regular listeners. Thousands of regular listeners. Or my mum a thousand times. <laughs> Thanks, mum. <laughs> Which is possible if she's got all these different platforms. I don't know. Who knows? She's my mom. Yeah, she's running one of those. What do they call them? Uh, bot farms, or what do they call them? <laughs> bot farm. You know yeah, my mom's get... a farmer. What's she farm? <laughs> Bots. <laughs> like t- uh, Twitter eggs. You know those. Yeah, you know those. Uh, oh, there's a word for them where they get loads of people on computers to like either troll people or like repeatedly click on a thing so it gets loads mm. of views. Or you just what are they called? Click farms. Click farms. Click farms. That's it. Troll people farms. Farm. Click farms. Yeah. What my my mom farms. wrote them all for me. When I was a boy, they just found wheat and corn <laughs> and stuff I could eat. No, but thanks for listening to mum. Thanks for uh, listening, mum. We've got a great lineup tonight. Oh, yeah, mom. people from everywhere. I mean, not too far, but people did travel. We're like Jordan Robinson's on first. He was from Belfast. We've got Fred Frenzy over from Ellsbury in the, uh, England. Julie J all the way from Kerry in Ireland. Eric Lawler all the way from Ballymun. <laughs> and Brian all the way from down the road on his e scooter. Yeah, Brian, Lo- Brian Gallagher. Name and shame. Name and big, shame. Big he man a for the e-scooter. He loves a scooter. He comes right into the comedy club, scoots in. He folds in enough. He walks up the stairs. Yeah. We're like, here he is, Mr. Good for the Environment. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's, should we kick it off with Jordan Robinson? Yeah. First, We had Jordan Robinson on this week. Great comedian from Belfast doing some, some smashing one-liners. And uh, oh, yeah, in the front row, there was a bunch of students from Loughborough in England which uh, oh, yeah, I, yeah. We, we come back later on in the show and we talk to them and Jordan references them here. Just to clarify, Jordan is Protestant and... Uh, <laughs> just, well, before every comedian, we tell them, we, yeah. we tell everyone their, uh, their religious backgrounds and whatnot. Well, I don't want people listening to be triggered or anything like that. Just, you know, he's Protestant and we're cool with that. And I hope the listener at home is cool with that. And, uh, you know, people are always talking about Brexit the, the protocol and how it's breaking down trade and all it's not good and uh, I tell you what Brexit's not affecting the Crackdown Comedy Club comedians coming down from Belfast all the time and uh, we'll, we'll always welcome them no tax there that we know of anyway uh, what the fuck am I talking about <laughs> Jordan Robinson great one liners hit it Jordan say what you want about having schizophrenia but when someone tells you to go fuck yourself at least you have a couple of options <laughs> thank you uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> If O.J. Simpson had a sex doll, he would call it technicality. Because um, that's what he loves to get off on. <laughs> and guys, look, I think we can all agree that joke would have killed in the fucking 90s. Like, just like O.J. did. Uh, <laughs> um, I applied to go to university in Loughborough, but unfortunately I didn't meet the criteria. Because um, my parents weren't brother and sister. Uh, <laughs> oh no, shit. Fuck, we're in Dublin, aren't we? Fuck. Okay. Sorry, a university is this big place. <laughs> you guys get, <go>. yeah, <laughs> take that Dublin. <laughs> um, 
Uh, my first job outside of university, I was a photographer for the lingerie company, Victoria's Secret. And uh, the hardest thing about that job was probably my dick. Um, <laughs> disgusting, I know. Um, I find it ironic that in America they call firemen firefighters, but they don't call police officers minority hunters. <laughs> Like, am I wrong? <laughs> I mean, like, I would take a knee right now, but I wouldn't get back up again. <laughs> Jordan Robinson. Hey, good old Jordy. And on Insta, Jordan Robinson Comedy. So check him out. Very funny dude. Very funny. Mm. Great comedy scene up in Belfast. Yeah, they're so sharp and slick up there. I don't know if it's because they have to be or they just are naturally, but it's that, a great uh, Yeah, they're, they're naturally, but for such a, I mean, it's not, how many people are in Belfast? What's the population? It's not much, is it? Half a million, maybe? It's no, not, not, not that big. No, it'd be really? Like, it would be 250,000, maybe it's half a million. I don't know. No, it's not It's not as big as Edinburgh. <laughs> We're just throwing numbers out. We have no idea. <laughs> phone in if you're from Belfast. Oh, you know the population of... Phone in if you have the internet with Wikipedia on it. <laughs> like, like we do in front of us, but we don't want to check. Uh, but for a small city, a relatively small city, they've got a big mm. comedy scene. A lot of great comedians come out of there. Yeah, that's true, man. Uh, so let's go back to back to Dublin, where we are now. And uh, coming from Dublin, he's been uh, gone years. Great dude as well. And uh, who is living in London, but he was back. He was back over to do the old crack then, wasn't he, eh? Hey, Rory O'Hanlon. You forget how relaxed Ireland is, is it? I forget if I... I went to get a vaccine boost. You know the boost for the fucking vaccine? And I went to the chemist and the lady said, he's gone home early. He's gone home early, is he? Fair play to him. Who the fuck works part-time giving out vaccinations? <laughs> Only in Ireland does someone work part-time. Imagine, and just say, for example, I react to the vaccine and die. I've been killed by a part-time serial killer. <laughs> I get to travel a lot doing stand-up, and uh, I was in France a couple of weeks ago, and I did a gig in France in a place called Condom. Isn't that amazing? And the French can say that to you without hint, not even laughing. You know what I mean? Where are you from? Gundam. And I'm going, are you for real? There's no way anywhere, if someone in Ireland was from a place called Condom, they wouldn't be allowed to leave. People would go, you're from Rubber Johnny, aren't you? People would just be, they just wouldn't be able to take you seriously. But the French are, I'm from Gundam. And they're so beautiful, the French. They're so cool, aren't they? They, they, they're so suave, they play very, they, they can do anything and just go, I'm French, I'm sorry, I'm all. I'm late, I'm French, I apologize. You know? I make love, I get tired, I wake up, I make love. The French make love, don't they? Like no French bloke's gonna ride you, you know what I mean? But fuck me, man. Is there any English people here? Where are you from in England? Merseyside, fucking sound. Not a scouser, no. No, because in Condom, there's loads of English people living there. Retired English people have moved to Condom because it's two ninety nine for a bottle of wine. An Irish person couldn't retire there. They'd be dead in three days. Imagine the humiliation of an Irish person dying of alcoholism in Condom. Throw your handle in there. Dying a Condom. Dying in Condom. <laughs> that would be good. Safe death. I wonder, is that, is that where, no, where were condoms invented? They were invented in England, weren't they? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I didn't even think of that. Because champagne's from champagne. Imagine if condoms were from condom. I think it was the name of the doctor who invented it, condom. 
Wow, you wouldn't, you wouldn't. They, they no, were, no, 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 man. If you know, if you well, invented the condom, you wouldn't name it after yourself because then you just get teased because your invention of a rubber thing on a willy yeah, would look, become man. more famous than your family name. Imagine you had kids, condom kids, and you go, "Oh, I've invented this sheath to go over strangers' dongers who get erections." You know that's going to come back to your children. My cousin's name look is Condon. 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 Close yeah, that's enough. Close. Not quite the biscuit, but no, no condom. <laughs> If you yeah, but if you invent something and you make a lot of money out of it, like if I people invented, don't think people don't think oh he's doing well for himself. There's like ah condom. If I invented an anal sex toy and I was going to make millions, I'd be like yeah, slap my name Eddie Malarkey on that thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I had a great Eddie Malarkey last night. Ooh. <laughs> like yeah, fine. I made good money out of it. I don't care. Yeah, I suppose you can, money could go over. Like Crapper what? was the guy, one of the guys invented the toilet. Is that right? Crapper. Is that where crab came from? That's I've heard. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, sure. The crapper. <laughs> yeah, the, his, his cousin, sh- the shits. <laughs> the shits. He's also and his French. other cousin, the urinal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was a family business. Did you see that new invention Dr. Urinal came up with? <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's a heater. <laughs> <laughs> Years later, they, they changed the invention a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, the condom was invented, I think it was in England, and there was a doctor, he came up with it. They used a pig's bladder or something like that originally. Although I've heard that. Yeah. Intestines. You put your dick in the intestines. Who, like, how many animals did he try? Before he settled on the pig bladder and test pig intestine. Yeah, like I'm hoping that was the first animal. I, th- I hope I hope he didn't like try fucking pigeons and chickens and. I just picture one of those bulls. Gary Larson comics with a, a whiteboard of just things crossed out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gerbil. Uh, uh, you know, it's a full gerbil, not even the intestine. Just the, the whole gerbil. Wrap. It's like how, how many people thi- would enjoy that? It's fluffy. How many things did he try wrap around until yeah. he came to the? Oh, do you know what? He was probably uh, he's probably a creep. He was probably into bestiality, and he was caught. He said, like, "What were you doing yeah. having sex with that pig?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm trying to invent a, a safe method of sex with human beings, yeah, with other humans." <laughs> <laughs> Look at this intestine. Out, check it out. Now, put. I mean, the only the that, trouble that, is that getting pig the... was perfectly alive when you started. Like, <laughs> You have to start somewhere with this uh, invention <laughs> yeah. process. And then, uh, but the pig has got like makeup on it, like lipstick and that. And like, now that's cruel. <laughs> that is cruel. I'm not into trying products on an animal. <laughs> yeah, I wondered, Big eyelashes. Yeah, the body shop would not agree with this guy. <laughs> the body trots. Oh, man. <laughs> oh. Some pig made up. It's like the hard part is like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I can get my willy into the pig. The hard part is getting the pig into another person. So then they, they deducted out the intestine bit. How many kids did he have as well that he was like, I got to come up with a solution. This fucking, <laughs> these child support rates are killing me. Maybe. <laughs> I know. Look at that juicy pig. Mm-mm. I want a sausage and oh, well, let's use this intestine. <laughs> yeah. Well, after I've had my uh, breakfast. Yeah, look, maybe he's... The condom name was getting was getting too well known for like having too many children or a bit of a Casanova. It was yeah, it was like but but in a bad way. And he goes, I need to change my name. I need to be known for having my willy in a pig intestine instead. That'll yeah. top Trumps. Well, maybe the whole thing he was just a, a Tory prime minister. It probably was. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah. Bride and everything Bride and pigs Bride and pigs In the Bullingdon Club They love <laughs> Wasn't that the club they the, have? The Bullingdon Club That they ride pigs in? Is that why they called it the Bullington? No, it's not what it's called, but you know, the, is that, that whole story <laughs> another animal. David Cameron riding a pig, that whole yeah. story. Yeah, but yeah. It's the, the kind of the boys club that they all went to Eton, then they go to Oxford or Cambridge, they have the Bullington Club. And, and they ride bulls and pigs and yeah. things. It's called, it's like getting compromising information. It's a way of getting compromising information on individuals who are powerful. You know, so they're yeah. in the club and you got a photo of them with a pig, so they will do what they're told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Russians idea. the Russians call it compromat. They have a word for it. Yeah, you were telling me about that the other day. Yeah, I just really read this book about uh, the old Putin and Putin's people. Good book, check it out. But they yeah, the KGB, they've they use compromat, that's the word, compromising information to manipulate people. Mm. Keep what you don't need to talk. Is that blackmail? What is it similar to blackmail? It's well, it's not necessarily, it's kind of it's similar. Blackmail yeah. is do this or old. Blackmail is the process of doing it, compromise oh, is the, yeah. the information. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 get the compromise so I can blackmail you, yeah, yeah, for the rest of your but life. That's like the KGB process of like if you go to Russia and you want to like do any deal, even just like a small business deal, whatever, KGB are probably keeping eyes on you and they're they're going to get some compromise. You think if a beautiful Russian lady comes up and starts flirting with you, she's a KGB spy. There are cameras, and it is compromat time. Compromat, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I don't have Tinder any compromat. On, Tinder in Moscow is just—they call it compromat. <laughs> <laughs> Swipe right to get compromised. Yeah. Oh, I got a dick pic. He's being. Oh, that's put that in the compromat file. Yeah. yeah the yeah, amount yeah. of dick pics that I've got in the last ten years, compromat must just be all be dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be information now it's just like images of people's genitals in the nip the KGB dick pic hard drives yeah you know that when you know when they go down all these steps and the lights come on automatically and those big rows of folders they have to wind with a crank to move them along yeah, yeah. it's just all printed out photos of people's dicks everyone in Russia's got one mm. they're compromat isn't that isn't that that's the other revenge like for compromats used to yeah compromats used to do it other revenge is to live well go yeah then isn't it it's the yeah, it's the healthiest type of revenge succeed yeah you know when you break up with someone and you're like well I'm gonna get that beach body that they never had and all that sort of stuff yeah yeah it's whatever you're into demo like you know it's uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what breakups you're in. Yeah. You know when those fucking bitches break up with you and you're like, ah, I'm going to take steroids and be amazing. Yeah. So if someone is has that uh, beach body that everyone talks about and they're ripped and the six pack and everything, if you were on a beach in Ireland, all you would think is look at them and go, ooh, they're going to be very cold in that water. Yeah. You need to put a bit of fat in that body to enjoy <laughs> that water, baby. Have a few more pints every night, mate. Yeah. If you, want, if you want to enjoy that water, you need a little bit of blubber like, so if, if you're anyone who's aiming for that beach body can't enjoy the beach in Ireland so it's not a beach body in Ireland yeah it's so it's it's the beach body here it's just not the yeah what did we call it here with like a fucking can't call it a beach body in no Ireland. Well, and, and, and you need to wear you need to wear footwear or something because you're walking on stones you can't be like Daniel Craig slowly walking out of the water with the sun glimmering off you on the white sand you'll be like ah, ah. you'll yeah. be ah, ah on the rocks in, that, the, in the rain and the waves crashing on you with black freezing water if that James Bond Casino Royale scene was in Bray <laughs> Daniel, Daniel Craig waves out of the water he'd be like ooh, ah, ooh, ooh. why the rocks are sharp oh I'm freezing tiny I fucking hate this beach 
oh geez James Bond has really let himself go <laughs> just oh, I hate this picture uh, he, he, he would completely forget about uh, his mission he'd be like oh, I need a towel, a towel. does anyone have a dry robe I'm in a dry robe boo everyone like against dry robes yeah, 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 yeah James Bond in a dry robe today. he'd lose all just shivering with a, uh, gr grabbing onto a mug of tea with both hands mm. uh, I'd say they, they'd have some compromise on James Bond though that's for sure on Daniel Craig, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've heard the stories about him. Lovely guy. Yeah. Um, what's yeah. up? Oh yeah, Julie J. Julie, let's put it, let's put it, enough of our chit chat. I don't even know how we got into compromat. How do we even get into that? Shane, how did we get into that? Who oh, bloody no condom? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about condoms. Um, speaking of condoms. <laughs> Julie J just had a kid recently, so there was no condom that's for a, one night. Is that a, a good link? That's a good link. Yeah, that's a good link. Um, yeah, Julie J. She now uh, originally from Kerry, lives in Kerry, but she was in Dublin for the week. So we we're delighted to have her, uh, or because we mates for ages, so it was great having Julie on. And uh, here's a bit about uh, the wedding. Um, not to break any hearts in the room, but I did get married in December. Love my lovely husband. Yeah, he's great. Um, if you're looking for any advice uh, as to, you know, maybe, I don't know if anyone here is in a relationship they'd like their other half to pop the question, I would recommend forgetting your pill. Like, that's always a good one. Um, that baby really helps just speed things along. Um, it really does. But no, I do. I, I love my two little men very much, my big man and my small man. And I, the wedding was gorgeous. Thanks for asking. Had a great time. Um, I did lose a little bit of weight for the wedding. Now, I put on, obviously you know a bit after the baby during the baby all that kind of crack I'll tell you I still have a bit to go now but I did lose a stone for the wedding itself I still have a bit to go um usually that gets a clap thank you Adam thank you Adam um and I did have a few people on the gram on the gram getting in touch asking how I did it um and guys it's a really boring answer uh, I'll tell you I very straightforward I just took up spinning any fans of spinning in the room couple of fans in Boston um, I just took up spinning and started doing cocaine again so that way no surprises that Adam's a fan okay spinning on cocaine I know you need it man spinning is just it's you're cycling on one spot forever it's, and it's a long hour it really slows club. down time spinning my god have you ever done a spinning class once and never again ah you go out for a cycle you're like oh what lovely mountains spinning you just like Look down at your mm. sweat dripping onto this machine. Yeah. And they make it feel like a nightclub. It's all the bad bits about cycling, but none of the good bits. Mm. If I'm in a nightclub, I want to be standing around or sitting around drinking. If 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 I'm cycling, it's exactly what you said. You want to be like, cycling's great fun. You're out. You're looking at things. You're moving along just with the yeah. power of your legs and all that. It's great. Spinning is just like, it's torture. It's, it's like if you if you didn't like riding a bike or you learn slowly, or you never got off your stabilizers or your training wheels. That's what hell would be like, a spinning class, nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never, never learn to ride a bike, there you go! Listen to an annoying personal trainer shout at you <laughs> with pounding music in the background, <laughs> nonstop. You can't cycle? Well, you can cycle a stationary bike because anyone can, you fucking moron. Yeah, the bike's like, keep going, you haven't moved an inch, keep cycling! Yeah. All that it's effort. Hell. No, no. Spinning's the worst. I'm not, you've done it, haven't you? 
Yeah, yeah, I used to row and uh, we used to do some spinning classes as well. I, know, I think rowing machines, man, like I've been to the, the gym only when it's, I, don't know, I was on a cruise ship, you know, as we were talking about the other day. Uh, oh, you did a cruise ship tour, I yeah. Was doing, I was doing, a, I've done some cruise ships because, uh, you know, what else am I going to do? And then the, the, there's a gym at the front of the ship, the bow, is that what they call it? Yeah. And uh, bow wow for the dogs. And there's a, I don't know if they did this on purpose, but the rowing machines at the front hey. and the window is sort of tilted back. So, and there's, it sort of peaks in like a triangle. So there's one rowing machine at the very front. And so I did that every day I went down because it feels like you're rowing the whole boat. Hey, <laughs> the nice. whole massive 5,000 people cruise ship. You're at the front, just rowing away going, oh, get out there guys, we're going to the Bahamas. <laughs> and uh, I think because you're sitting down, it, it's it's cool, like and leaning back, and oh, I like the rowing machine. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's 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 better than spinning, but it's pretty hellish as well because it's so repetitive. You know, it, it's the yeah. same problem of stationary exercise. You're in the one spot, so your your brain, you're not getting stimulated. You're just like one spot, staring at a yeah. wall. I've done like I've done thousands of hours on a rowing machine because I used to row for oh, so long. Yeah. We would do twenty four kilometer sessions. Uh, yeah, yeah. How long is how long does that do one say when you're rowing or on a row? Uh, one one stroke. One kilometer. One stroke. Pull an oar already. Uh hello one oh we used to do two kilometer uh fitness tests was like the standard U two. Mm -hmm. I, I did like six minutes and seven seconds. Whoa. Back in the day. Good on ya. So that's not the hundred meters of yeah, that's like this gold standard. Rowing then, and then the Olympics is two kilometers as well. Oh, that's so, the sprint. That's Yeah, that's what all races rowing are two kilometers pretty much. All right. Yeah. Wow, look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just down at the shops. Ah, oh, there's the old rowing for you. It's weird because uh, rowing I, I, I enjoyed more than spinning, even though you're still sitting down on the bike. But I just found that just nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it wasn't in a nightclub. Also, like spinning, yeah, you're just moving your legs. At least rowing, you're engaging everything. That's Kinda, what it must be. Yeah, you're like, you feel like you're really working. Spinning, yeah. you're just like, legs are heavy and nothing. And ah, you know what? That's enough. You spin it. This conversation's making me depressed. This yeah, spinning, same. People are going to be listening to this and they're like, fucking Jesus, I feel like I'm in a spinning class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, very, but anyway, very funny, Julie J and, uh, or Julie J Comedy on uh, Insta as well. And uh, her podcast, Crime Land many episodes of that check it out so funny just guess and obviously talking about crime and murder and stuff like that so, all the, all stuff that we all really enjoy listening to <laughs> all the horrible stuff so like uh, let's go into some crowd work from uh, Eddie and myself for a little bit and then still on the episode coming up uh, we've got Fred Frenzy and uh, Eric Lawler to close the show off but uh, there was a there was two stag dudes in on the weekend and uh, this is this clip is just me asking where they're from, and then I just started going to a four weddings, asking them some questions, and then uh, it was just funny. Oh, and listen to me say "teenagers" uh, instead of "teenagers" because I got excited. <laughs> so I got excited. Meet the stacks. Uh, is this one of them? Yeah. What's your name? Phil. Phil. Cool. And what does Phil do? Fuck all. Fuck all. Yeah. <laughs> He's known as Fuck All Phil. <laughs> And where are you guys from? Blackpool. Blackpool, all right. Oh, so uh, we'll find the other stag. Where's the other stag? Hey, what's your name? Max. Max, fucking go, Max. Where are you from, Max? Uh, Blackburn. Oh, shit. Oh, 
shit. How's the Irish people in the back? It's a fucking Blackpool Blackburn stag off. Who would have thought? It's never happened before. It'll probably never happen again. In an old lady's sitting room in a teenage nightclub in Dublin. Well, yeah, how much is yours costing, roughly? <laughs> what? Come on, it's like four weddings. Nearly six figures. What? <laughs> He's married into wealth. Oh, so it's not you're not spending at all. You're not spending on it. Yeah, it's, is, it, is it the bride's dad that's got the... Chin-ching. Chin-ching. Where? What's the venue? Oh, in France. Oh, the south of France. Where? Around the corner. Fuck all Phil. I'll just go here to get married here. <laughs> Fuck all Phil. The local chippy. Local chippy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so at the very end there, I just turned to fuck all Phil and go, where? That's when I ask. And that's the, the other guy saying. getting married. So you know, one's going to the south of France on a six-figure wedding and the other guy, fuck all Phil, is just going round corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Blackbird Blackpool. It was funny, at the end of that show, I just remembered there, I said, uh, oh, well, uh, I'm sure we'll see Max and his uh, wife's wedding on the cover of like Hello magazine. And then I go to Phil and yours on the cover of That's Life. <laughs> Take a break magazine. Fuck <laughs> off, Phil. That was so funny. Oh, that's good. One of the stags had a massive beard up the front, but no mustache, like a big ginger beard, like a very colossal man. He was a big dude. I think I called him Obelix at one stage and Hagrid and all that sort of stuff. And then Brian got on and then straight away it was... A, we had a stag off, and then Brian and this guy had a beard off. There's always one in every stag. A great beard, by the way. If you could work on the moustache now, you'd be all right. You'd be going to say... I'm just joking. That was mean. It is a very nice beard, to be fair. Yeah, how long have you been growing the beard? Shit, this morning. Did you? <laughs> Fucking hell. Just, just not on your upper lip. Just. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're saying the testosterone ran onto your chin? Is that what you're saying? Very good. Wow, that's interesting. Fucking hell. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, no. uh, Brian Gallagher there. Zing. I love it when the guy with the beard. I was thinking that he was being clever. And yeah, Brian was yeah. Straight back at him. So quick. Can't, can't beat Brian. Yeah. He's, uh, and he, he always does it kind of with a nice little smile and a wink and it's like he'll just yeah. rinse into everyone yeah and it, it, like, everyone still loves it even the one person he's getting rinsed yeah. who is getting yeah. rinsed so it's about everyone except his girlfriend that's the only person yeah, that's the yeah, only person that smile doesn't work yeah yeah so Brian Galahad online he's very funny online as well on the Insta Brian Galahad I'm going to try and remember to give everyone's tags there yeah that's good if they have it if they want it because uh, all these people are very a, funny it's uh, a nice shout out everywhere they're, they're funny on their own instas as well and speaking of money like I mean if you thought the six figures for a wedding was a lot then you were talking to someone yeah like, good lord man a financial manager yeah fucking the weddings that he's spending money on check yeah. this out what do you do yourself Software, what kind of software? Uh, wealth management. See, you would also look like a very liberal type of character. You got the cap, you got a beard, you're wearing shorts, you're, you're, your legs are spread. You're like liberal. You're, you look like a left-leaning liberal, but you're actually financial management. See, that's a curveball. I wouldn't expected that from looking at you. Uh, but financial management software. What, what software is that? 
Well, I wouldn't have heard of it. Look at this guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. If you don't know what the Giant's Causeway was created by, <laughs> you're not going to know this software. Uh, what, 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 try me. Our latest one is called Blue Prism. Yeah, sorry, never, <laughs> definitely never heard of it. No one's heard of that. Anyone here on Blue Prism software managing? No, we're all too poor to have financial <laughs> management software. We don't stand a chance of financial management software. The most we can hope for is just notes. That's all I have is uh, get that 20 euro off. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of level of finance to the, like, what, what? Uh, yeah, why not? Come on, what kind of, is it big, big money? You manage 33 trillion in assets, and you don't go under 100 million. So if someone's like, I got 90 million dollars I need to manage, you're like, you're hitting the wrong software, loser. <laughs> you poor motherfucker. You only got 90 million. <laughs> you fucking loser. Get yourself to some other software. Holy shit, you manage 33 trillion dollars. Fuck, man. Is a lot of that on offshore trust funds, can I ask? <laughs> How much of it is in offshore trust funds? Ah, you know, a rough estimate. I just watched a documentary about offshore trust funds. Apparently like half of all money everywhere is just hidden in offshore trust funds. Most money is hidden. Most money is hidden, yeah. And that's how Russia influenced our elections. Ask the queen. Ask the queen. Well, I have a good few questions for that bitch, I tell you. <laughs> Another stab at the Protestants there for no reason. <laughs> and he always gets a dig in wherever he can. These Catholics, you know what I mean? Uh, Damon, you cut that clip. You could have cut the queen bit out, but you were like, I know, yes. I know, I'll leave it in. Leave it in. Leave it in. Because, uh, you know, the the royalists, will, you know, they, they might pipe but up. They do have money in offshore trust funds. Of course. That's yeah. always a funny thing. Anyone about, who like, has money, like proper money, would. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Why would you pay tax on something that you wouldn't have to? But people who are very, like, uh, patriotic about their country. They never put they, money back into the country. They don't put money back in. They're yeah. like, oh, the monarchy, oh, they're just so British. Yeah, well, why are all their money in offshore trust funds and they're not wanting to actually spend money on the country? Yeah. If they're, so, if they're such great British, you know. Yeah. I'm sure there's loads of Irish as well. Politicians probably have money in offshore trust funds. Oh, as well. yeah. If you have a lot of money, you don't want to put it back into anything. Yeah, you, you want to keep it. Yeah, keep it hidden. That, that, that has to be like a psychological something. Because we only need so much to really live well. We only need so much money. Mm. Like to live really well. Like for the like, private jet, for the this and the that. Yeah, like, I don't know, 30 yeah, million. What, like you don't need a private jet. As long as you can get like Aer Lingus or something. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you're not flying Ryanair. I just want to see the curtain behind me. Yeah. Just click yeah. over the curtain. Yeah, I'm yeah. grand with that. Grand, like One Aer glass of champagne or bubbly as I aboard. Aer That's... Lingus have champagne on, you know, as well. You don't need uh, a private jet. But if you're on Ryanair, yeah, that's the stress That's level. the problem with the private jet. You've got no one else on there to feel jealous. You want hundreds of people looking at you drooling. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, you want... How about getting up there? That's what you imagine want. Imagine that. You just bring poor people on your private jet and force them to sit really close together down the back and close the curtain. And then feed them shitty microwave meals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it going back there? That's right. Someday you might afford your own jet. Yeah, work harder. <laughs> That should be called the work harder section, isn't it? Economy. Work harder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shame you. on you section. <laughs> <laughs> I'm flying private this time. I'm, fly I'm flying business class. What are you? I'm flying uh, shame on me. Yeah, shame on me. Uh, it's just, it's maybe it would make people work harder. Yeah. I'm, I'm up in the, uh, I'm doing very well for myself section. Mm. Isn't that the VIP? V, 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 VIP. Very, very, very important. Um, oh, yeah. And then I was on next, that same night, speaking of all the money. And Jonathan was the dude's name, wasn't it? 
the 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 guy that handled thirty three trillion was it? You saw, I, yeah, I, I can't it's so remember, much money. But, you don't even don't even yeah, know. Just remember the number. And then, how do you handle money or take care of money that isn't even? It's hidden anyway, as he said. The money's hidden. How do you take care of money that's hidden? You know, it's funny, isn't it? It's just numbers in a spreadsheet. But anyway, he does it. So uh, anyway, I, I could not stop thinking about money because, you know, it'd be great. You know how poor you are when you think about money all the time. If you're not, if you don't think about money all the time, you're doing well for yourself. I think that's the. If you're not checking your balance every time you go into get groceries, I think you're doing. Yeah, right. if you go for a coffee and you're not looking at you're the not price. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you look, if you. <laughs> If, the sweat bean. I want an Americana. How much is water? When I, when, I, when, I, when I go for a coffee, I like I take a long look at the list of drinks. Yeah. And I start at the bottom with because it's usually more expensive down the bottom. They usually, mm. and then I always it's always the same process. I start down the bottom and I look up and I go single espresso. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little, and and they get the tiniest little glass. But then, but the, look, the cup. But, but the, I get, some people, some people like you know Europeans. Well, we'll choose that. So still, it's not shameful to get. Yeah, that's what I say. Well, I'm a bit European. That's why I'm getting my espresso. <laughs> Islands in the EU, didn't you realize that? Why are you putting seven sugar sachets into the, your espresso, Eddie? Hey, it's economic that way. I'm getting my calories. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like sweet stuff. What can I say? So uh, I was thinking about it. So then I started my set. This is only a tiny clip of me. The way I chose to start my set. And I directed it at Jonathan, but didn't even look at him. I mainly am in uh, tech. Uh, I run a company called Green Prism. And Green Prism, we allow big, big money, but you have to have at least 101 million. Um, yeah, that's all. That, they liked it. <laughs> Just a little follow on from. Little follow on. But uh, yeah, if you have over 100 million, get into Blue Prism, I guess. Uh, you probably don't, your phone doesn't even allow you to download the app if you haven't got the newest, most expensive phone, I'm guessing. Everyone's trying to fish for the bigger clientele, for the the wealthier clientele. Mm. So you just you're trying to make products that like seem exclusive to get the bigger. That's all it'd be. It'd be an exclusivity. It's just exclusivity. Yeah. Are you on Blue Prism? I'm on Blue Prism. Let's make love. Yeah. It just shows you how much you got. I'm on yeah. Blue Prism. My child could marry your child. We're both on Blue Prism. Mm. We had uh, students in on that night as well. Well, no, it was the other night, the Saturday. Oh yeah. We had uh, some students in. They were English students studying in Loughborough which uh, Jordan referenced earlier, the Loughborough boys. Where are you studying? Loughborough. Loughborough. Uh, where's Loughborough? England. England. Loughborough. Uh, you're doing history. That's good. What's your, what kind of history are you doing? Australian history. You're not Australian. You just like Australia? Bit of, <laughs> bit of fun, bit of outback, see what the crack is. Yeah, colonialism, uh, genocide and colonialism, that's what happened. Uh, don't bother reading the books, it was terrible, it was a horrible, same thing happened roughly here, but we won't get into it, uh, no resentment, no resentment. Did you read much on Irish history? You read a bit? How do you feel, make you feel bad inside? It should. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so much resentment from over the Irish people, they're like, yeah, you should read more and feel shame, yeah. Hey, hey. The boys. Um, and the same that night, was very there, good. and the same night, there was uh, a man in the front row as well, beside the Loughborough boys, who looked very Irish. He was there with uh, his partner. Uh, she was from Clontarf, but he looked so Irish. And, uh, and it was huge. Was he six six or something? Six like eight. Six, six eight. A giant. A giant six of eight. a man. Yeah. yeah. 
Any dubs in? You're, you're a dub? No, you're not dubs? I'm Norwegian. You're Norwegian. You've got a lovely Irish accent now on you. And you've got an Irish head in you as well, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, give a cheer if you thought that man was Irish. <laughs> you invaded us. <laughs> that, that is the weirdest thing to be proud of. That is like... That's because my ancestors raped your ancestors and we had a great time of it. And now I come like my ancestors to Clontarf again, but this time it's consensual. Okay, let's go. <laughs> this time there's a ring. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome. That's amazing. I love it. Are you proud of your Viking heritage? Yeah, did he say yes to that? He, no, actually, uh, he said no. Yeah, good man. Yeah, good man. He was. <laughs> he, I mean, he couldn't say yes after what I just I said. <laughs> that was so funny. And what an answer is like, uh, you look Irish. He's like, no, you all look like me. Yeah. That's pretty much what he said there. He's like, yeah. no, because we, uh, that's, you're all the seed of my grandfather's yeah. grandfather's grandfather. <laughs> he was, uh, he was, that was at the start of the night. He was quite, t he was already tipsy. By the end of that night, uh, six foot eight, giant, giant of a man. He had must have drank like eight pints in the space of the show. And yes, we remember that he yes. smashed like two pint glasses. Yeah, they're all around his feet, like all around. It was like smashed pints, and yeah, he still man, got it. He still got the old Viking. Yeah, he still <laughs> got it. Must have triggered something. Pints are nothing to him. It must be so small, like a, a little glass or an, an espresso cup. Yeah, a pint was like a shot to him. He needed a big, like Stein type goblet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just a, a big man. And then, do you know? What? I was talking to him after the show, and he's he's. Sometimes uh, we ask a lot of questions to the audience, but sometimes I was like, I should have asked him even more because uh, then his girlfriend was like, uh, uh, ask him where he's from in Norway. And I was like, I went and he goes, hell. You know, the, you know the town or city called hell? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm from, I'm, we grew up in hell. It's like, no way. So he's from hell. And then she goes, and, and my brother's name, which is very common in Norway, Odd, O-D-D, <laughs> Odd. Odd from hell. Odd from hell. He's like, it's very common there, apparently. Lots of odds. <laughs> Imagine that. Oh, this. What about that odd guy from hell? <laughs> <laughs> I met this odd guy from hell the other day. Oh, odd. I know odd. Yeah, oh, hell's a lovely place. Uh, oh, yeah. Up next, we had on that same... No, the, uh, the early show at the same night, I think. Uh, yeah. There was some Ukrainians in. Three Ukrainian women came. Yeah. We were delighted. Delighted to have him. So this is just Eddie just, just meeting them. There's no real jokes here. I mean, it was kind of a tough topic to joke about, but it, it was just interesting. We weren't joking about it. We were just, you were just meeting him. Just meeting. So where are you from? Ukraine. Ukraine. Wow. Are, and you're living here? Yeah. How long are you living here? Uh, one month. One month. Oh, my God. Well, look, round of applause for the Ukrainians. <laughs> Fucking hell. You, you're, you were from where? You're here for one week so far. Wow. How are you finding Ireland? Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a nice spot. Yeah. Uh, how much do you hate Russia? <laughs> whoa, whoa. Then, we, then we, we had to bleep everything from then on. They went off on one. Yeah. How much do you hate Russia? Wow. Where do you get me started on the Russia? But yeah. I like how the, the, the round of applause for them was good. That's the new healthcare workers now. Because during the pandemic, it was we were applauding healthcare workers. And now we were like, any Ukrainian, we're behind you. We're clapping them and saying. Yeah. So all the nurses are like, that used to be our applause. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's definitely more fun applauding Ukrainians than Darn right. healthcare workers. My sister's a healthcare worker. Every time we're like, oh, I applaud the healthcare workers, I was like, oh, my sister, I'm sick of this. You know, yeah, you can have everyone except your sister. Yeah, that's true. And um, if you're in a Ukrainian uh, healthcare worker, good lord, the applause is coming your way. Yeah, heroes. But uh, no, it was great. This that's like this been several times uh, has been Ukrainian people who have just arrived in Ireland at the Crackdown Comedy Club. Yeah, and I was like, and, and I don't want to. You hear the accent in that, and you don't want to go. Where are you from? Because I was like, we're like, we'll get them in for free, you know, obviously. Oh, yeah, Damo at the door. There was like, yeah, three people there from Ukraine. We found out Damo was like, well, we let them in for free. I was like, look, Damo, we're running a fucking business here, man. We got to, <laughs> Jesus, Damo, like, you know, I got to fucking pay. I've got flights to book and shit to, nah, we let those lovely people in. They didn't pay for a ticket. But it's always good to meet people in the audience. You yeah. get the, there's some Americans up the front. Again, it's great when the Americans are up. Oh, yeah, some Bostonians on that same night, some, uh, we had a good chat with them. From you're all from Boston. You got Bo Boston Irish. Any Boston Irish roots? You go to school in Boston. A lot of Boston Irish. I, again, I went to Boston. Jesus Christ, I was treated like royalty. It was fucking great. It's, you get off the plane, people are like, "Do you want a job? Do you want a place to stay?" It's 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 crazy. It's instant. Yeah, yeah. It's nice. Um, keep it up, guys. Keep it up. Maybe maybe be like that for the other immigrants as well, though. You know, maybe uh, maybe a bit of kindness towards the Mexicans as well. Just saying. You're working on it. You're working on it. Personally, personally. So 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 needlessly having a go at like nice people. You know, they have nothing to do with any of it. Just like you know what? Maybe you should treat other people a bit. Like all they said was, "Hi, I'm from Boston." <laughs> just lamp into them but I think that's that's what that's when they can laugh because they know it's got nothing to do with them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but that's it funny. is crazy when I went to Boston how because uh, you're Irish have you ever been to Boston Chain never man yeah do it man to, do you're it. Irish got the accent get over there yeah yeah they've got because they got GAA clubs so they got all these different Irish bars whatever you just so go in Irish they'd be like oh cool you're from Ireland Where do, you, do you have a job yet do you have a place to, you know they're just like and they'll there's networks where they just take care of you straight away it's, it's crazy yeah it's great. There was an Irish Gaelic association where they have like, just like this huge, beautiful building for like meetings of American Irish people. And, uh, and someone just like put us up for free when we were there from the, this association. They were like, oh, we'll take care of them. Put us up in their lovely house. And uh, it's just weird things like that because they just love. Amazing. Yeah. So go to Boston if you're Irish or just do a really good Irish accent. Yeah. Imagine if you were just those people that could just really good at accents. Oh, yeah, I'm just off the board. Potatoes. You know, just they might. Some of them might not even uh, know the difference. Fools me. Straight in there. Fred Forenzi from England. <laughs> um, no, look, Fred Forenzi is great, man. He's like a, a mild-mannered, silver-haired chap. And uh, I'm just saying this so you can picture him because he just talks real soft and slow and he just brings everyone to the palm of his hand. It was really good to watch. A mild-mannered silver fox. Yes, and he was such a good dude. And then, um, so just so you know, he references something. Um, yeah, in the UK, there's uh, see it, say it, sorted. You know, in all the train services, yeah. if you see anything suspicious, you, you see it, you say it, and then you sort it. Just to so fight it, terrorism. To fight terrorism and just just uh, negligence and people being drunk and disorderly. Just all that it sums it up. So in every train station and every train, there's signs saying see it, say it, sorted. It's basically saying be a rat. Yeah, grass them out. Grass them out. Yeah. See it, say it, sort See it, say it, rat on them. <laughs> <laughs> you greasy rat. <laughs> greasy rat. So Fred, um, he, he references that in case you were wondering. So uh, here's yeah. Fred Frenzy. Fred Frenzy, uh, raconteur, um, man about town. <laughs> uh, 
bon vivant. Uh, Playboy. A <laughs> uh, bit about me. Um, I like to watch the ballet. Uh, when I say ballet, uh, I mean burlesque. <laughs> when I say burlesque, <laughs> I mean babe station. <laughs> When I say babe station, <laughs> I mean online hardcore pornography. <laughs> um, when, when I say online, <laughs> hardcore pornography. I, I mean, old episodes of Columbo. Um, I saw a duck um, on the train, didn't look right. Um, I think it was a mallard or a moorhen. Could have been a Muscovy duck. <laughs> no, actually, I think it was an Aylesbury duck. Certainly looked depressed enough. <laughs> anyway, I shot it, and... Um, <laughs> no, of course, I didn't shoot it. I didn't have a gun. I had to strangle it. Um, <laughs> um, took it home and plucked it, um, and prepped it, and I fried slices in really hot butter with a few peppercorns, a couple of capers, um, served it with uh, <laughs> Dufinoise potatoes <laughs> and orange jus. <laughs> it, was, it was delicious. <laughs> See it. Lay it sauteed. <laughs> People say that cow's milk is cruel, don't they? What about baby oil? <laughs> <laughs> Fred Frenzy. That's great, man. Bill's People just crying with laughter. See it, slay it, sauteed. That's great. great. Oh, yeah, so uh, Fred's on Twitter. Uh, Fred Frenzy. F E R E N. C Z I. There you go. Mm. Go off Fred. Um, hopefully he comes back Ireland way sooner off. Yeah, we'll get him on again. Brilliant. We've got Eric Lawler on next. Yeah. Uh, yeah, brilliant comedian. And before we wrap up the show, if you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, please like, share it, tell your friends to listen to it, uh, give it a review on whatever platform you're on, Spotify. Yeah. Uh, whatever it is. And Eddie and I are spoiled with stage time. And uh, so if there's anything you want to hear about, uh, on the podcast or material want us to try throw that up as well because we're, we're always trying out new stuff 
And if you've got I'm a mad, mad story uh, about whatever it is, a uh, comedy club or anything. Or if you're it. a millionaire, trillionaire, and you've got money hidden away. Or if you know, if you're in accounts and you know of how to hide lots of money. If you have money in an offshore trust fund and want to support this comedy club, <laughs> do, do you know send us... Oh, and big news. I don't know when you listen to this podcast, but uh, the Crack Dan Comedy Club live TV show is airing uh, this Thursday, the 23rd of June, 10 p.m. Virgin Media 2, straight after Love Island. And every Thursday for five weeks in a row on, into July. Yeah. So if you're... Uh, if you're in Ireland or we've got a VPN, no visible panty line, no v- VPN, vi- virtual private network. That's it. Visible panty line. <laughs> I, I, so. I couldn't. I get him confused. So <laughs> if you can watch Irish TV, it's Virgin Media too, and it'll be on the player. It'll be on the Virgin Media. Yeah, player. so it's going to be broadcast and also on the player. And it's a lot of the comedians we've had on at the Crackdown. If you're a regular, some of the comedians you've heard in the podcast. It's going to be a great show. Check it out. Yeah, it's going to be class. And uh, speaking of great comedians, what better way to finish this episode with uh, one of our faves, all the way from Ballymont in Dublin, <laughs> right around the corner, Eric Lawler. I would, I would encourage any of you to go up to Belfast. I don't think there's any other place on the planet which would have celebrated with such gusto, with such joy, the death of 1,500 people in icy cold waters as they did with the anniversary of Titanic. That was a little bit fucked up. <laughs> like they had street parties. <laughs> they had reconstructions. <laughs> Tato brought out a commemorative bag of crisps <laughs> to commemorate the 1500 dead. <laughs> like I'd love to have been at that marketing meeting. <laughs> How will we remember these poor lost souls? I know what a bag of crisps. I don't know what the flavour was. <laughs> I'm sure it was tasteless. You can have that. <laughs> now, usually at this point, drunken people start saying, uh, sea salt, sea salt. But what's next? Are Tato going to bring out a commemorative bag of crisps to commemorate the great Irish famine? Huh? Just an empty bag of crisps. Hey, Eric Lawler, Eric Lawls. Um, what's, uh, what's his thing? Eric Lawler, his handle is... At Eric Lawler, L-A-L-O-R, Lawler, Eric Lawler. Yeah, great stuff. What Check a lineup. Out online. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And That's cool. And then everyone's names of this week pretty much put comedy at the end of theirs. Bar from Ericsson, you'll find them online. But definitely do follow them all and like and subscribe. And then check out the TV show if you're in Ireland or if you're in Dublin, come to the Comedy Club. We're five yeah. nights a week, sometimes six. Sometimes six. So check out the, at the underscore crack underscore den. Um, for all the lineups and all the info. Thanks for tuning in, baby. We'll see you again next week. See you again next week.